0: welcome to another episode of the mind so real estate podcast california and we're up here with my co-host sam mater i am frank Garay, and uh we wanted to talk a little bit about affordability today sam i you you, you, yeah. you brought up you think that a lot of people little you know rates kind of like you like to say normalized a little bit <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's got some people freaked out what are your thoughts on this
1: well, I think what happens is when you when you hear a lot of different places telling you things that you should be scared and worried, market's going to crash, the rates are horribly high, things like that, it can throw you off of wanting to make a move. You might want to stay in your house instead of sell. Um, you might want to not make a decision, wait till the spring, or wait till you know next year sometime in hopes that maybe a house will get a little bit more affordable. But what the what you're not hearing is why now actually isn't a terrible time, depending on your situation. Mm. Um, and kind of what options there are out to make a house more affordable in the market we're in right now, especially if you need to move right now.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, let's, let's touch on some of that stuff. Um, sure. you know, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll chime in, um, real quick and then dovetail off of me and just, uh, see, see, see what you got to say. But, um, you know, uh, I know interest rates can be a real driving factor, Sam, right. Mm-hmm. In, in a decision, right. Yeah um and i do think that sometimes some not everyone but some some people forget or don't consider the other variables that that come into play when deciding on when to go ahead and pull the trigger and buy a home one of those things right now being is the fact that home values and appreciation there's kind of no end in sight for that right now um we're 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 getting reports from everywhere basically saying that there's still five, 6% appreciation going on, you know, pretty much nationwide. And yeah. so if we wait, right, because we're waiting for rates now, but well, we've got appreciation that's still, still going. And, and the other thing that people tend to forget sometimes, not everybody, but some is that, you know, as, as home values go up, so do property taxes, right? The taxes go up right along right. with it. And so you are increasing your house payment. So, you know, we're kind of thinking, well, I'm going to wait for rates to come down. In the meantime, the value of the homes are increasing and so are the taxes that are associated with it. So even Correct. if rates slip down, you might find yourself in a kind of a washy-wash situation where it might have been smarter to go ahead and get the home now even with the higher rate because rates can fall and we can yeah. we can refinance them. But then we've locked in our price and our our taxes. What, what are your thoughts exactly. on that? Exactly.
1: That is exactly what I was thinking about too. Really? So a lot of the people I talk to right now, they're worried about monthly payment, which is kind of a big deal. I get that. You need to be able to afford living in your house. Sure. last thing you want to sure. do is get a house where you can't go enjoy your life. And that's right. not what I want people to do either. But then we have a conversation. Okay, well, what's the number that'll help you enjoy your life? And for, for a lot of people, it's not too far off of what they would be paying if they did nothing other than just get their mortgage. No. So the conversation typically goes something like this. So you're going to wait till spring. And hopefully interest rates will go down. They might not, though. We don't have crystal ball. It might be 10% by spring.
0: Yeah, who knows? But
1: you'll wait till spring. Interest rates drop. Let's say they do. Let's say they drop to five and a half, maybe six. Um, that means that all the people that are sitting on the sidelines right now are probably going to be jumping back in the market. Whereas right now, we're actually seeing, unless the house is priced very well, but we're seeing people be able to get credits. People be able to actually get repairs done and people be able to come in. Under asking price, you have mm-hmm. that interest rate go down. All the people on the sidelines are going to jump back in. Now, all of a sudden, right. they're competing. So, for a $500,000 house, you're going to pay $550, $525, mm-hmm. maybe if you get lucky, maybe up to $575. it's a really good house. Mm-hmm. But the same house right now, you get to buy for $500. You mm-hmm. also get to get a three and a half percent credit to buy down your interest rate for a little while, maybe permanently, depending on what you're trying to do. Sure. But in this market, I wouldn't do permanent buy downs. We know the interest rates are probably going to go down in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So there's something that I'll have you elaborate on a little bit more called a 2-1 buy down or a three-two-one mm-hmm. buy down, mm-hmm. where you can get the seller to pay down your interest rate to keep your monthly payments low while your purchase price was also low. So you can avoid what you were saying. You can avoid higher taxes and you can avoid having to compete. So exactly. when you explain a 2-1 or a three-two-one buy down would be for someone.
0: Yeah. So they're, they're not a new thing. That's for sure. These have actually been around for a long long time. I got into the business in 1987 and uh, I remember in the early 90s um, there was a, a time similar to this where things were a little rough and rates were going up and so the buy downs came into be into play two one buy down, three two one buy down most popular being the, the two one buy down. So essentially what's what's going on here is an interest rate is bought down for two years. Uh, It's and it steps up 1% a year for for two years. And so the way that that gets accomplished is you have a seller, like you said, who would be willing to invest in basically, if interest rates today are eight, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, 8%, uh, you could get in at six, okay, and for the first year, then the next year, it's seven, and then then the final year, it kicks up to eight, so you get a little bit of relief for the first couple of years. Uh, but there's obviously there's that's going to cost money because I actually the rate is eight. That is the eight. Yeah. And so now the difference has to get made up between a eight and seven percent rate and an eight and a six percent rate. That difference is what's basically getting paid by the seller. So the seller's basically right. paying your house payment. A portion of your house payment for two years up front is essentially how in a in very simple way of yeah. understanding it. That's how it works. And. And so, yeah, there is that, or there is, you know, the, the truth is that might cost three points, like you said, something like that, 3%, 3.5%, yeah. something like that. But you know what, here's the other thing too. Uh, for, I'll give you an example. We recently put a gentleman in where he didn't want to do the 2-1 and there was a 3% credit, but he just took it all toward the rate, right? So he, he didn't yeah. get a, a tiered one. He just got the benefit of paying three points and at that time, it was a little bit right. ago. So he wound up getting in the sixes. He was down in the yeah. low, low sixes. And we might per- not think those for quite a while. Right. And, and it was permanent, though. That's permanent. It just stays yeah. there. You know, it just stays there. So you're right. Having Being in a market like right now, uh, especially in your market, in your area, you've got a little bit of mm-hmm. flexibility. You're still seeing appreciation, but you are seeing sellers yeah. willing to, to wiggle. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, you can get that rate, you know, maybe knocked down a little bit.
1: Yeah yeah that's that's so what I've seen is I have, I have functionally two examples. If a house is priced really correctly and this goes into if you're looking to sell a house and it's priced correctly, I just had to write an offer that was no contingency 17 day close wow. and we went 20k over asking because we had to compete, they had a bunch of offers. Got so it. that's when you price house correctly, which yeah, correctly. When you undervalue it to drive traffic. Got Most it. houses right now though people are pricing as if it was the middle of last year, beginning of last year, even the year before that. And they sit and they sit. And so they're willing to negotiate because they need to sell their house. Yeah. And so we have another one, we got someone in contract in and they have a four percent credit. Right now they're considering repairing the completely replacing the roof. The roof had two years left on it mm. and fixing all the past work. I mean, that's something that if we get into a competitive market, you're not going to get to do anymore. So you no, have an opportunity right. with a house that's fixed, which for the last three years, we never got to do that. You didn't get yeah. to fix a house. Yeah, exactly. You
0: Exactly, and you're so right, uh, Sam. Would if if rates do indeed come down, and boy, they're sure they're sure not giving us that indication lately, are they? They're like, heck they they no, we're going up, my friend. But um, but overall, still, the prognostication is is that they will improve. The, the bottom line is is inflation, right? Inflation, yeah, is, is the is the death of mortgage rates. If there's inflation, mortgage rates hurt. The reason that they hurt during inflationary moments is because Inflation means things are more expensive. If things are more expensive, investors who have all this, all these rich investors out there that are moving people's money around, right? Well, they're gonna go into the stock market because companies are doing well. They can charge more money for things. They can make more profit. So they're gonna invest people's money into the stock market, right? Well, Mm -hmm. if inflation gets cured, if it comes down to, oh, there's not really that much inflation, oh, wow, maybe they're not making so much profit. So then investors will move their money out of stocks and put them into bonds, some of those bonds being mortgage bonds. So they have a big influx of money coming into mortgage bonds. Then you know mortgage bonds don't have to be so competitive. They don't have to be so high in rate because there's plenty of money coming in. So they can offer less and less and less, lower and lower and lower of a rate because there's plenty of money coming into mortgage bonds. So that's kind of the... You know, it's a very simple way of looking, looking at it. But um, so overall, once we if we see inflation, you know, if the if the administration now they're talking about bumping rates a couple more times, you know, and Mm -hmm. and just to drive inflation down. But once they get the numbers saying we're better, inflation is looking like it's under control. There's going to be a flight to the bond market. Rates are going to rally. You're going to see interest rates fall. The prognostication is that they will be, you know, looking pretty nice, maybe the middle of next year, something like that. Yeah. So we we do see the possibility of rates coming into play. And you are 100 percent right, Sam. Once that happens, every every single person who has the same idea you do, like I'm going to wait till rates come, they're all going to run out and try and buy a house. And yeah. what's the what's the inventory look like, though, Sam? I mean, this is going to cause havoc, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now. So two months ago in our area, there was 2,000 sales. Last month, there was only 1,400 sales. Mm. And that's very low for our area. Uh, it was similar last year, but last year was not an exciting market for sales either. But a couple of years before that and moving all the way back into 2010, we were consistently higher than that. Mm. So it's, it's the inventory right now is extremely low and getting lower. Right, right. And so there's a lot of competition uh, moving forward once the rates go back down. Right. But great. You have a great rate, but you paid so much for a house when the opportunity now is you can get a great deal on a house. You don't have a super exciting rate, but I did, I did just see someone, someone on my Facebook asked a question. They said, if you were in the eighties in the early eighties right now, what's something that a person would be blown away by? And most of the answers were how low the interest rates are.
0: Yeah. True. Even today. Yeah. All,
1: yeah. I mean, historically 7% is the average, right? Now that's of all time. And a lot of people are saying, oh, just wait till they get back to three, wait till they get back to two. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if we're gonna see that in our lifetimes ever. You won't. You won't. again. No. It's only happened once historically. Yeah. We might see four and a half or five, but probably not soon. So the amount of savings that you're hoping to get just that's it's kind
0: of a pipe dream. But if True. it does go down, great, refi. Great. That's the beautiful thing about the mortgage side. Yeah. If they do go down, you can refi. Most of the time, you can refi. You know, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of inventory still, and you know, you, if you couple that with rates going down, the rush is going to hit. It's just going to be that crazy, you know, gazillion offer thing on every house all over again. And I think what what people need to understand too is that if you look at the age demographic in the United States right now, the majority of people in the majority, the vast majority of of people in the United States are in that like. 30, it's like 28 to 36 years old, something like that. It's really, Mm -hmm. ironically, it just happens to be that first time homebuyer sweet spot is the age demographic that's leading the way in the country right now. There's more people that are in that first time homebuyer age demographic than any other age demographic in the United States. So you've got all these people and they're all forming households they're all having children you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's they have to go somewhere you know there's this big huge amount of people in the country that need to buy a home and so once rates go down um you know with a low inventory yeah it's going to be a bit of a madhouse so again coming back full circle probably not a bad idea to give sam a call (laughs) give me a call and uh, afford-
1: buying a house, I'm going to talk to you about whether or not affordability works for you because it might not be the best time to buy, it, but it's definitely got some opportunity if you can explore it with a person that knows what
0: they're doing. There you go, and that's what you guys should do. Let's get a hold of Sam. What's the what's your footprint? Your area to, of coverage? Just to remind everybody, Sam,
1: I have real big feet. Uh, I know. So you So I'm out of
0: the greater Sacramento region.
1: Tri County, Tri Counties area is what we do. I, we mm-hmm. I, I have a team that covers a huge region. Um, I specialize anything from Folsom all the way up into Grass Valley, but I mess around in all the foothills as well. And uh, I've lived all over the area.
0: I've caused trouble all over the area. So anything greater Sacramento, I probably got you covered. Got it. Got it. Terrific. And the phone number to give you buzz at some might be just listening on iTunes or Spotify. What's the best phone number? Uh,
1: 530-613-1914.
0: Okay, and I'll say that again in case they didn't hear it. It's 530 613 1914. 1914. Sam Mateer over at the Moore Real Estate Group, uh, Keller Williams. Um, yeah, so yeah, get a hold of Sam. Get a hold of Sam if you've got any thoughts on this. If, if you want to really take a, a, a really, how do I say this? I, just a, a thoughtful approach and look at what's real and really understand what your position might be today uh it'd be good good mm-hmm. to give sam a call yeah so he's he's the best up there just the best all right sam well good stuff man appreciate you good good topic today oh, thanks
1: i appreciate you too all
0: right all right well there you go guys thanks for joining us here on the buy and sell real estate podcast california folsom uh, but of course sam covers the whole tri-county area up there Uh, give him a call 530-613-1914 and see what affordability affordability actually looks like for you and see what, what really does make sense for you going forward with that. We'll go ahead and get on out of here. You can get me too. If you need some mortgage help, my name is Frank. I'm at 707-695-6313. All right, let's get out of here, Sam. Thanks again, man. Appreciate you. Thank you too. Yep. See you guys. Bye.